All right. Now, the new Bafana Bafana coach has finally announced this afternoon, and one can safely say that the SAFA Technical Committee had one hell of a mammoth task, trying to find their man. Now, a lot of names were bandied about, but they settled on Hugo Bruce. They also admitted that it was a challenging task to unanimously agree on Bruce as the best candidate. Now, David Nyat is part of that uh, committee, and he joins me on the line to take us through the process. Uh, the legend himself, David Nyati, thanks for your time. Good evening. Rob, good evening. Thank you for having me in your show. You as Absolutely well, are, are, you as well uh, Rob, are a legend, and I'm really honored to be on your show. I want to also say good evening to your listeners. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it, David. Um, let's dive straight into it because obviously you've got an entire nation that has been holding on and waiting since the announcement uh, for MSW to hit the airwaves and get an understanding here of how, you know, rumors are rumors, so we put them aside. Uh, whether you've moved from a potential Eric Tinkler to a Carlos Kirosh to a potential Benny McCarthy uh, to now Hugo Bruce, what was the process and how did we get here? Well, the, 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 the process was very simple. We had uh, applications, CVs that we had to look at, and we also had names that uh, we deliberated on as a technical committee. And uh, finally, we came up with a name and we presented it to the NEC, and uh, they endorsed it, as you had today. And I believe it was in the wee hours of night or this morning, tying up all the loose ends. It was not an easy one. Definitely not. But uh, we we also want to up, uh, to thank the nation for their patience. Uh, but finally, at least the decision has been taken by the NEC, and a coach has been announced, Robs, and uh, we all relieved that uh, you know we're moving forward again. Yeah, I, I think the the reason again, David, for having you on as being part of the technical committee is almost to draw us into your confidence, so that we we get to understand how these things work, as opposed to me having to bring in, uh, for example, the CEO or the software president. They'll always say the technical committee, and we never really know who the technical committee. We know who they are, but we don't know what processes they go through. Now, there was talk of over 200 CVs that were submitted from around the world of coaches that wanted the job. What was your main issue? As the committee, when you sit down, you say, we need a coach now to take over from Malif Nzeki. We want to qualify for the World Cup, and we want a coach who is what? What was the main thing? What were you looking for? We, we we were looking for a coach that will take Bafana Bafana forward. Obviously, that will fulfill the criteria that uh, uh, the organization has. And also, the, the, there is a plan that needs to be completed with Vision 2022. So that was the criteria we were using. So the best coach that was available was what we deliberated upon, and finally we came up with a name. We presented it to the to the NEC, and they were happy to endorse that uh, recommendation. So, I think that was the whole process, Rob. 
let's eliminate some of the names that I would imagine you would have known and you would have seen in the media uh, being thrown around, Benny McCarthy being one of them. How close did he get to getting the job? I think some of the names that the media threw about were purely speculations, Rob. And we, 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 we don't deliberate in that fashion. Yes, but uh, what I can say at this particular point, without regressing, Rob, is that we have finally came up with a name, and that name was presented to the NEC, overwhelmingly endorsed, and the coach was announced. So that is the most important thing I think that the country needs to hear right now. And we can all be relieved that there is a way forward for Bafana Bafana. The way forward, which is very important, is to understand. And what is your understanding as the technical committee are some of the strengths that Hugo Bruce possesses? And what are the strengths that you believe he will have in turning around this ship that has promised so much but delivered little? I, I, I think, uh, Rob, if you can agree with me, is that any coach who can take a team of caliber of Cameroon and win the Africa Cup of Nations has the ability to coach a team as huge as Bafana Bafana. So when you look at uh, Hugo Bruce's track record in Africa, you have to agree with me that uh, he does have the credentials and he does have vast experience of African football. And therefore, the criteria of our selections really qualified him as a, as, as a candidate. And that, that, that's what we have deliberated upon as well. The one thing that I picked up, David, regarding him, because it was always going to be key to find out and, and, and lend an ear to what uh, drives him, and um, I'm going to take that question, though, after the break, because I see we're very close to an ad break, and I don't want you to say something and then have to cut you off. So let's take a quick um, a commercial break. Then we come back. We chat to the uh, member of the technical committee of the South African Football Association, the legend himself, a Cup of Nations winner himself with Bafana Bafana, and a winner of so many other trophies, uh, you know, David Nyati, explaining to us how we arrived at Hugo Bruce. Marawa Sports Worldwide. The technical committee has recommended uh, five names. That's why now the NEC said, look, uh, if we can't get one, go to two. If we can't get two, get to three. So that we have someone agently because we can't be waiting over some issues around contracts. So that's what I'm busy with currently. The five coaches you mentioned, if you gave a split of local versus foreign, what number would you give? Uh, Rob, I'll give you four is to one. Four local, one uh, international. So one international, four local. Yes. All right. The technical committee was very clear to say, let's get someone for a long term. For us to be able to say we're progressive, let us have someone for a longer term. And that's what we're looking for, Aero. Hashtag NSW. It is Mara Sports Worldwide listening to Metro FM as well as Radio 2000, hashtag MSW, taking your voice notes as well. Uh, keep them coming through. The, the one thing 
that we are currently doing is trying to unpack where and how we arrived at the name Hugo Bros, who is now officially unveiled as the new Bafana Bafana coach. I've got with me David Nyati, who is a member of the SAFA Technical Committee, and he has every right and has every information that he has at his disposal to tell us where and how they arrived at this. Now, the one thing, David, that I was saying before the break was listening to him and he said that he thinks that the moment to build a new team in South Africa is now. Because of all the information that he has received and all the analysis that he's received, he believes that South Africa needs to rebuild. South Africa needs a younger team. Was that also one of the things he presented to you? And how much can you tell us about that thought? Yes, yes, thanks, Rob. I think, I, I think if, if I probably will have to rephrase that uh, that comment in just to 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 make you and the listeners aware that this is not a rebuilding phase it's a rejuvenation phase now a rejuvenation phase is that some of the players in the senior team at the moment you know they are at the age where if you are looking at maybe the africa cup of nations 2023 you probably might not uh, be be comfortable going with them because their age is at the other side of sen- sen- seniority. So we have the under-23 team that is already now qualified for the Olympics, which might inject some new life into the senior national teams when they come back from their uh, their Japan tournament. So those are the, 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 the areas in which he really, really emphasized that the team needs to be rejuvenated, not to be rebuilt. In his words, though, and obviously I want the, the, the public who might not have been able to listen to the press conference, in his words and quoted, he said, yeah. with the information I have received and analysis I made in the last few weeks, I think it's the moment to build a new team in South Africa, end quote. I, I, I don't I don't think Rob it's 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 okay. Maybe we we disagree on interpretation. Yeah. No no I'm I'm just presenting to you his own words as yeah. quoted by him, saying that it's the moment to build a new team. So he obviously has an, an idea to rebuild. Hence, I mentioned that, uh, which you then said it's a, t- it's a time for rejuvenation as opposed to rebuilding. But in his words, it says it's time to build a new South Africa uh, team. Yes, I would. I would probably maybe just to 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 to, to concur in in in, in uh, with regard to whether we are interpreting interpreting the same scenario differently. Let mm. me concur because we have players in the senior team that are really at a stage where they can still take us another couple of years or another couple of tournaments further. Yeah. Sorry, David. I think just to build on what I'm I'm saying, and it's an important thing that we're discussing here, and that is why in in sharing it with you and the listeners, it's important to understand where his mindset is. And again, and I quote from him, he says, I was a bit surprised when I saw the selections of the last few games uh, that were so many players who were 30 or more. So I think that we have to rebuild the team, a younger team, 
and take the example of Cameroon. I did the same there. And when you work with young players, they are motivated and hungry to show something. So I think that after South Africa did not qualify for the AFCON, this is the moment to start to rebuild a younger team who may have some difficulties to qualify for the next World Cup, but will be ready maybe to play an important role one year later in AFCON 2023 in Ivory Coast, end quote. Yes, that agrees with uh, the vision of SAFA's long-term objectives, uh, Rob. I, I, I think in that sense, the rebuilding phase or rejuvenation phase agrees with the long-term vision of SAFA. So I will support you on that, on that statement. Would you say the criteria is for him to qualify South Africa for the next World Cup? Well, I, 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 th- I think, uh, Rob, look, he is qualified. He is well-versed in African football. And he probably has the ability to improvise. We have an extended period now where, you know, the coach can be able to do something. But it's up to him. I would never want to go into what the coach can and what the coach can't do. But in terms of mandate, it's not, never my platform. It's the NEC's platform to decide with the coach what's more important. But for us as a technical committee, we have deliberated to come to the conclusion that this coach has the capability, has the know-how, well-versed in African football, and he is qualified enough to lead us, and he was available, so the NEC have endorsed him, and everybody is happy. I think the South African public is relieved now to know that finally Bafana Bafana has a coach uh, coming with a reputation that can give confidence to the die-hard-loving South African football people that uh, you know Bafana Bafana will be in good good hands going forward. Yeah, I think the reason why, again, David, I mentioned the issue of the next World Cup is well, sometimes we have to read into statements. We have to read into what people are saying. And from what he says, you know, when he talked about rebuilding the younger team and the words that who may have some difficulties to qualify for the next World Cup already puts you in a scenario where he also believes that it would be difficult to qualify for the next World Cup, uh, which I am sure... If he has to sign a contract with Safa, uh, put pen to paper, he will not then allow that to be a criteria to say you have to win qualification for the next World Cup. Because, as he says, who may have some difficulties to qualify, because you can't change it overnight and the qualifiers are already here staring him in the face. Would it be prudent then to say that the long-term contract of five years allows him to do work post the qualification phase? That, 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 that will be an obligation that he'll have to go through with the NEC or the CEO in terms of the contractual obligations, Rob. I don't want to entertain that because uh, it's uh, completely beyond my jurisdiction. All right, so that, that's more an admin issue that has to do directly with uh, the, uh, the, the, the contract and what the mandate is. Yes. Assistant coaches, what happens? 
Fortunately, Robsy, he has indicated that he will only want to bring one assistant, but uh, he also would love to work with the South African co- coaches to assist him in, in, in ensuring that uh, there is enough capacity to, 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 to build a stronger competitive team that uh, could be able to to, 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 to achieve the mission and the, and the objectives of uh, the organization, Rob. Yeah. What about the outstanding issue with uh, Milia Finzeki? Because um, would he be one of the potential assistants to Hugo Bruce? Would he want to work with somebody uh, like Finzeki who obviously still has that option? That's beyond my, my jurisdiction, Rob. I don't know that. Would you give him a recommendation in terms of a South African name as an assistant? That has not been deliberated yet, Rob. I think Mm. uh, when the time comes to now look in terms of who could assist him from the local coaches, we will deliberate on that and then uh, make the recommendation as as, as soon as possible when when the time comes. Mm. All right. So just for our info, David, that... He says to you that he will want to work with one of his um, assistants as one of the, maybe let's say, the first assistant. Second assistant, would you be in a position to recommend to him who he could work with in that case? Or would you leave it to him to do the sniffing around and finding out who is best suited for that role? Uh, Rob, uh, I'm I'm talking at the moment on behalf of the technical committee. Uh, and I, I wouldn't want to, 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 to be talking for the technical committee without having deliberated that part with the technical committee and coming into mm-hmm. a, 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 a consensus about it. Okay. To clear the air, would it be correct to say that in his interview with yourselves as the technical committee, he did ask for Mulefinzeki to be his assistant, one of his assistants? No, he did, he did say he would like to work with a local coach. He, he didn't never, specify? He, ne- he, ne- he never mentioned names, though. Okay, so he didn't specify that? No. What do you learn from this process? Because as we go through the difficulties of navigating where South Africa should be, David, you would know 1996 is a long time away, and we still talk about your class that did the wonders back then. And it's a long time. It's a time that for a tournament, especially like the Africa Cup of Nations, that that happens every two years. I'd understand the World Cup, which is every four years. The fact that we, we, we still look back at 1996, the clear fundamental problems that are there, Bafana Bafana is the shining beacon and example of what a national team should be. And yet we haven't achieved any of that. This will be a big concern to you as the technical committee. This journey, what can you promise South Africans could be the difference, could be some hope, could be something that we could latch on and say, this could be a turnaround because a lot of the people are like, hey, we don't know Hugo Bros, we don't know what he's done. You know, people will call him all sorts of names from plumber to chance taker to retirement to too old. 
whatever it is. South Africans have got opinions when it comes to the national team, of which they have every right to be. But I've yes. laid a foundation for you. Do you what, 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 what can you give as we wrap up this conversation? What would you leave us with that can make us have hope? Rob, what, 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 what I can say to the South African football-loving people is that we, we, we know that South Africa is, is, is a very demanding nation. We, we demand the best. We, we always expect the best when it comes to our football because we know we have the ability. We know we have the capacity to achieve. We have all sorts of resources. And, 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 and that we will never forget, Rob. And every time we deliberate on issues, we de- deliberate on the basis of this standard, this expectation that we must compete and produce the best and achieve the best. And that is what goes into all our deliberations at all times. The NEC always pushes that we have to set standards. We have to set standards that reaches milestones. And they're giving us the pressure. We like the pressure, the pressure of the people, the pressure of the NEC, so that when we come out and present what they've given us the task to present, we feel is the best. If you were not part of the technical committee, who would you have chosen? If I was not part of the technical committee. Hmm. You were just a football man with a football brain as a former player, former grade, sees the situation around, sees where we are, sees the disappointment in South Africans, sees the potential of South Africans. And you were just David Nyati, who maybe is working as a pharmacist and not in football. Who would you have gone for? I wouldn't have gone for anyone because I, 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 I'm just watching from the outside. We all watch from the outside. I'm a, I'm yeah. a broadcaster. I'm not in, you know, uh, and I would have had my wish list and say, hey, man, it would be nice to have so-and-so um, as an outsider because we all love the game. I mean, yeah. the guys, you know, today at a punch, I had to go change the wheel and everything else. And the guys there. Yeah, in Ro- in Rosebank, we're, we're we're busy telling me about Bafana Bafana and who they would like to see, you know, yeah. and 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 they not they not qualified for that, you know, they they yeah. they qualified to do something else, but they have an opinion and they told me who they would have wanted to see. So hence, I'm asking yeah. a non-technical committee man, David Nyati, who he would have liked to see. Rob, what I can, I can say to you and, and the listeners is that I love my country. I love South Africa, and I love football. I live football. I have contributed to my football to be where it is, it is today. Many people have contributed to South African football to be where it is today. I always want my, my, my country to do well. And every decision that is taken that serves to promote our football, to enhance our football, to make our football competitive so that we can, we can, we, 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 we can achieve milestones makes me happy.
And that is where I stand. I support my leaders when they make decisions, and I know that deep in their hearts they want to see success. And I always want to appreciate the effort that is made by everyone so that we can be a united front as South Africans. We can then show our brand as South Africans, and then we can then show what we're capable of as South African football people, and then we can appreciate the rewards that we get when we compete. So this is all that I, I cherish, uh, Rob. And I want, I, I, I want us to, to look in the positives so that when we go forward, we look at what this coach is going to bring us because we all agree that he's got the qualification. All right. That is the member of the SAFA Technical Committee, David Nyati. I want to thank you so much. You used to dribble on the field brilliantly. I see even in retirement, you've become a brilliant dribbler as well. <laughs> but I, I appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much for your time. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Right. Thank you. That's, that's David Nyati there, member of the SAFA Technical Committee. That uh, brings us to the top of the hour where Evelyn Dongwani is standing by with the news. <laughs> Wednesday nights are soccer nights. It's time for the kickoff on Radio 2000 and simulcast on Metro FM. David Marawa, MSW, greetings to everyone. This is Pelele from PMB. That's Marawa, some people are lucky. Bazalwa in Zulu, we say Uzala Umbete. You're taking a 69 year old from Belgium who doesn't know anything about South African football and you bringing that guy to rejuvenate or rebuild whatever the term rejuvenate what rebuild what we have no development structures we we we, we don't have strikers we are struggling to score 20 goals per season we are probably the most talented team in the world is this guy gonna be still around in three years time are we gonna rejuvenate again in three years time are we gonna rebuild again in We've heard this song. We've heard this song for 27 years. Same song. Same song. But now, we were told about Vision 2022. What happened to that vision? Is it is it gone? Who's part of that vision? Of the Vision 2022? The problem with SAFA, the problem with South African football is SAFA. Thank you, Robert Marao. Robert Marawa, I can I can hear that David is talking. Mr. Marawa, we don't need a foreign coach. We don't need a foreign coach. We must do what? Go to Safa and maybe Zawalaza. See Mr. Marawa. See Mr. Marawa. What's going on with, with these people, Mr. Marawa? What's going on with these people? Denny Jordan. Denny Jordan. Denny Jordan. What's going with what's going on with you, man? Thank you, Mr. Marawa. Jimin Macau. Mr. Rob, uh, good uh, evening. Yo, I don't know what to say. I'm always complaining about uh, SAFA. I don't think uh, we will get it right. I don't think we will get it right. Uh, the only time that we will get it right is if, when that Danny Jordan leave that portfolio. Please, that Danny Jordan must leave. Now he's hiring Ric Flair from wrestling we don't know that guy 
we've got a lot of coaches that are qualifying for that uh, portfolio or profile. Please, he must just go that guy. Uh, that appointment, he represents the nation. He's not uh, his farm. Safa is not his farm. It's for the nation. He must go. Tsepo Oscar Langa, Evening, Mr. Marawa. You know the word rebuilding. I think it's the word that we missed and it's the word that we always wanted to hear. But we don't only want to hear the words, we want to hear or to see the action. We need to see a revamped Bafana Bafana, the new Bafana Bafana, the active Bafana Bafana that will emulate the class of 1996. Anyway, Mr. Marawa, all we can do is to support him and Mr. Hugo Bridge. Bruce must just deliver. We are a hungry nation in football. It's Moses Mukwena of Hamukwakwaila. Thank you. Hi, Rob. It's the Bokoye. Rob, uh, I'm a bit skeptical with the appointment of the coach purely because uh, he has never worked uh, for more than three years uh, in his recent uh, jobs. Uh, uh, and Rob, uh, the president spoke about uh, the men having. Uh, uh, the mandate to qualify us for Qatar and taking us to 2026 in the U USA. So there's a bit of misalignment between our vision and the man who has to drive that vision, which is the coach uh, or uh, Rob. So I'm a bit worried. Uh, we just foresee us having to pay a huge uh, cash settlement, uh, money that would have gone, should have gone maybe uh, to youth development uh, uh, instead of uh, 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 wasting it on this uh, settlement with coaches. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Robert, <laughs> Cedric, uh, I, I just want to understand something. So <laughs> what David Nyat is saying and the statement of the coach are two different things. So now he's not mandated to qualify for the next World Cup or is qualifying for the World Cup a mandate which will be put on the contract. So the guy is not even in South Africa, we already have a problem. Because he said it might be a problem. They are saying he must qualify. Already two different statements, the guy is not even here. Hey, yeah, Robert. Saf, Bafana Bafana. Good evening, MSW Rob. Rob, I hold uh, David Nyati with high regards, so highly. But I'm disappointed with him the way he's answering your question. Simple questions and simple answer. Why is it that in this country people shift for responsibilities? Those people, they were given a responsibility to look, at, look for the coach. And you're just asking simple question. Why can't we take accountability for things? Because you see, if in well, the way he's answering to you, Rob, it means if the coach failed to deliver, then it wasn't their duty. Then they were just looking for a coach. So who's going to be accountable for that? Again, you've asked him, will Mulifi, uh, Mulifi be the assistant to this coach? Again, he says, under is, is not, uh, it's not, uh, he, can, he cannot be accountable for that question because it's not his department. But it was his department to look for the coach, a suitable coach. Let's try to have accountability for things we are doing. You see, if we start taking responsibilities for the things we are doing, then we are building. 
So there's nothing what we are building here. Even the coach has been appointed. Okay, fine. He's coming with a with a high CV of Cameroon and what what. We're talking of somebody who's coming to coach Bafana Bafana. He's saying uh, the average age of the players are 30 to 31, so he wants to institute uh, some junior players. That's fine. It's, it's building again. Let's stop building. Let's have a structure for the way forward. Kelvin from Devon. Thank you, Rob. Uh, thank you, Brother Rob. Someone who would say the question anyone on behalf of South Africans. Once again, question we would saying Mr. Nyaturu, but if he was not part of the technical, who would he have hired as a coach here? I mean, everybody in South Africa, we know who we want. Uh, that guy over Muketile Moa is not the guy who we want. But anyway, that is Sapphire, then we know what is going on there. So, get our at Lohomo Winterfeld. Hey, Tarob, Brawak, Nayawa Fanaba Fanak Saiten. Ah, today I withdraw my support for the national team. Ashiba Safa by the Happy Happy. But, man, who go what? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Dimense by it or Hubima Belhomenia Mare, by it or Homana de Romania. Augustomina Sundown, so Wamina de Happy Happy Lafanaba Fana. No, are we No, Naka talk of Fanaba Fana, Gasaraka Sundowns, Sharp, Kebongani, Co Chats. Uh, this technical committee in fact, doesn't instill confidence in fact, I'm telling you. I don't think they even have the ball to speak truth to Amakela, their so-called leadership. Hi, anyway, Zati. Hi, Prarop. I'm worried. I'm very worried. Lizo assisted over five years ago. Yes, so Pindaglibo Fawumoli Finsegi. Then after he pay then after he pay contracts are a cool, then Kashunsegi foods, then they will fire him again. I Good evening, Tarop. This is Pindaglamini from Race Pizzana here. Uh, we're gonna talk about this, I don't know till when. build up, like we're building from 2020, from 2022 to 2026. Uh, South African football has turned into a political uh, scene. I don't know what we can call, but then David he speaks like a politician. We must start taking out these politicians out of football, then football will be right. Thank you. All right. Plenty of voice notes, South Africa. When I say plenty, I am not even exaggerating. It is a national team, and I always say that national teams inspire and evoke a national outpouring of other emotions or views, whatever it is. A big thanks there to Evelyn Dongwani uh, for the news at the top of the hour. Um, the voice notes could have been playing until 10 o'clock. And that's exactly what we're facing. And, and just a second, I'll play you what Danny Jordan, the, the SAFA president, had to say. But let me take Temba quickly, um, who is on the line. Temba, good evening. Uh, good evening, Rob. What's your take on what's happened today? You see, Rob, to answer your question as to whether uh, the new coach will will bring a difference, the answer for me is no. 
Because uh, we still have not resolved the reasons why <coughs> Carlos Quiroz had to quit his job after qualifying Barcelona for World Cup. I think that was 2002, our last World Cup. But you know and what then, happened there. Remember, remember the stories that were flying around. If one day you ever see Carlos Quiroz and ask him about what was reported versus what was fact, yes. and you'll be shocked. I don't want to indulge in it now. It will take us an entire show. But that was a sad part of Bafana Bafana back then. But you're right. You raise a good question. Sorry, Tampa. Carry on. Yes, and then again, the 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 the, the, the sacking of Sheikh Mashaba. You see, uh, I'm talking about coaches that were doing well, but uh, for some reason they 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 could not uh, last at Safa. Uh, from where I'm standing, and from judging from the the, the responses from David Nyat, Safa, there's there's a lot of interference at Safa. They, 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 they also want to be part of the technical team. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. That's what, that's why the coaches, even if they do well, they still feel they're not in charge of the team, and they quit. And then uh, you ask yourself, why would a a, a, a footballing nation like uh, South Africa, for about two years, have no coach? I mean, assistant coach. Mm. You see, there is some serious issues at Safa. No matter who we bring, they're not going to 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 to, to bring a difference because Safa needs to clean house first. But you know what we have right now, Temba, is we have a coach that has said he wants to have a new Bafana Bafana. That's what we must take from him. That's what we must expect from him. He wants a younger team. He wants a new team. That is what he has said. If that conversation is made or changed or different approach coming through from someone, then that is not Hugo Bruce. We can take his word in terms of what he wants out of it. And in fact, Temba, let me branch away. I, I thank you, sir, for coming through. I want to thank you to Danny Jordan so that we don't lose time, so that you can also make up your mind in terms of who has an understanding, who wants it to go where. And although the plan is to try and qualify for the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar, the rebuilding phase will also cover the 2023 African Cup of Nations as well as the 2026 FIFA World Cup in the United States. That's according to Danny Jordan. That's what he is saying. So the medium-term plan of the coach will be to try and to reduce the average age of the players in the men's senior team. Now, take a, a quick listen here in terms of what Danny Jordan has had to say. He is the SAFA president. We indicated to you, one, there's a rebuilding of the team, which is a key priority, uh, a rejuvenation of the team. Uh, we said... You must remember that in 2010, Pafana didn't qualify for FCON. In 2012, Pafana didn't qualify for FCON. In 2013, Pafana didn't qualify for FCON. The only basis on which we played in the 2013 FCON was on the basis that we were the host. And you know that. When this executive was elected into office, it came with what was called Vision 2022. And central to that is 
a few key requirements in rebuilding uh, Bafana Bafana. One, under 17, under 20 teams must begin to qualify for FCOM and World Cup. That was achieved. The under 20 team, as you know, went to under, seven, under 20 World Cup in Korea, the under 20 World Cup in, in Poland, and the under, uh, the under 20, 21 World Cup is cancelled. The under 17, those boys who started under 17 World Cup, went to under 20 World Cup, went to the under 23 Olympics in Rio, and now is going to the under 23 uh, Olympics in Tokyo. So, for the first time, you have a pool of players, like the Brazilian players, who now are sitting between 50 and 70 international caps already when they are in uh, the Tokyo Olympics. So there is a pool of players that we want to see that players must not have its first cap at senior level in Papana. We have achieved that. The second thing that we've achieved is to say we have to place more players overseas. Overseas big clubs are not signing out of our top leagues into the top league in Europe. It doesn't happen. What must you do? Place younger players so that they can graduate into the Premier Leagues in, in, in England and Portugal and, and Germany and so on. We have 65 players playing in Europe. 65. In the last uh, Sudan match, only one player, Persitao and two others who were on the bench, uh, Luther Singh and, and uh, Lyle Foster, was there. But the other players didn't come because FIFA took a decision that because of COVID-19, European clubs need not to release the players. But those players are there. So what we say to Bruce, here is a list of future Bafana players, 65 of them. Two of them are on the verge of getting into the Premier League teams in England. Six are playing in Premier La Liga in Portugal. And others are graduating in the top leagues in Europe. Then you have a team that's going to the Olympics in a very tough group. But there you have a base for the building of the Bafana team. So that is one key issue. And it's not that we're giving him nothing. We're giving them players who went to two under-20 World Cups, two consecutive Olympics, under-17 World Cup. These are the players. So the rebuilding of the team is a key. The second thing is that we are going to look at 2022 World Cup, 2023 AFCON, 2026 World Cup. Now you know the 2026 World Cup between 9,5 or 10 African teams will go to the 2026 World Cup. Not only what we want to qualify but to have a competitive team that can go to the knockout stages. These are the things that we place before him. He will devise a plan around that, but that requires a discussion, which will happen when he, when he comes next week. So I hope you understand uh, where we are going. And our team going to Tokyo is a significant part 
of that rebuilding process. And you know, they are playing against France. There's, uh, Mbappe will probably be in the French team. Uh, and it will be a good experience and a good test for just how good are these young players. And those who've seen them playing in the qualification in Egypt, they beat Ghana, Senegal, there to qualify. Because, you know, 50 countries, 54 countries play off for three places in the Olympics. And we are one of those three going to the Olympics. So those players have shown us they can compete at their age category on the African continent. And they are in the top three on the continent out of 54 countries. So the base, as far as we are concerned, uh, is, re- is there. All right, so the base is ready. So that's the language that the president of the association speaks. You know, he, he talks the language of the younger players. He talks the same language as what Hugo Bruce talks. And that is what like I was saying to David earlier, is what we should be aiming for. Uh, Also, from my understanding, it looks like the scenario around Coach Mlefinzeki has been settled. Uh, Know that there were outstanding issues. Uh, But with the limited information that I do have, I do understand that that issue has now formally been settled. So we will have a Bruce assistant as well as a local assistant. Who that person is, we don't know. And I know a lot of people were talking about the Benny issue. I'll give you my personal breakdown. I think it's it's great that he was even mentioned to be in the running because that's who people have confidence in. It also says a lot about how and what he has accomplished in such, in such a short period of time because He did that at Cape Town City, but unfortunately, his run was cut short by his firing, which was ill-timed, ill-advised, probably not the right decision from a footballing side. I don't know what happens behind the scenes. The timing for me was unfortunately wrong for Benny to step into that role. I think he still needs to do what he's doing now. He's broken Numerous records at Amazulu. They are sitting where they have not sat in ever since the formation of the Premier Soccer League. They've never sat where they are. They've never broken the records that they have. I mean, they could even have a player that would be in the running for the football of the season. You know, he could even be in the running as a coach. But be that as it may, Benny, I am sure, will have his moment and opportunity to coach. Was he a candidate that came close? I believe he did. Was he a candidate that asked for a lot of money? I don't think so. I think there would have been other external factors that might have caused a shift away from Benny being chosen. Not about money. Not even about money. I I don't even think money was an issue for Benny. There might have been people who could have been potentially maybe representing him who would have given a different scenario, who would have probably wanted other individuals to be part and parcel of Benny's team, you know. I'll leave it there for now. But there's a lot.
But here we are. South Africa. It's either rejuvenating or it's rebuilding. That is where we stand. But they are always rejuvenated, these are Makesha. And that's why South Africa loves them so much. I even see that the the national team coach, even before he's landed in the country, has earned himself a nickname. Amakesha. You wanna hazard a guess in terms of his nickname? Yipoza. Hey. Okay. What nickname do you think he has? Hugo Bruce.